shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. season. 
I know God is making opening doors for us. Amen. From some of us, God is opening doors for us. God is making a way where there was no way. Amen. God is doing things for us. God is settling us down. You see, God was. Is God not great? Is God not great? Things that were impossible, God is doing it. God is great, isn't he? God is great. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, I see Luke chapter 10, verse 18. Amen. Uh, we have to draw it because we're going to draw the spiritual realm. Uh, so the only way you can understand it is to draw it. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So those online, so I hope you have your pen and paper and you're not eating or cooking. Amen. This is hands-on teaching this morning. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I said Luke chapter 10, did I not? Look at me, I'm still looking for Luke. Luke chapter 10, verse 18. It says, I'm almost there. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Amen. I beheld what? Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And so there are two different things. I give unto you power to tread on what? Serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. Amen. And then it says, And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Is that, is that correct? Very, that's an awesome scripture. Sometimes, anytime anything is disturbing you, better mark, mark it. Amen? If any demon spirit is troubling you, bookmark this scripture. Because it's a warfare scripture. Praise the name of the Lord. But today I want to teach us the spiritual realm. Amen. Um, let's also see Job chapter 1. And you must understand. <laughs> Amen. That's why you are drawing it. Those online, you have your pen and paper. Praise God. Let's do the four Psalms, right? Job, Job chapter 1. Amen. I'll start from verse 6. Now, there was a day when the sons of, the, of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro, and then what? Up and down. I want to draw one vertical line, and on top of that, right on top of that, drive a, oh sorry, one horizontal line, so that is four and fro, 
and then draw one vertical line up and down, right on top of the two and fro. The two and fro is like air. The up and down is going up, ascending to the air. Amen. So draw it quickly in that. Can somebody show me their drawing? And so on the sides of the first horizontal line, on one end you put two, on the other end you put four. And then on the vertical line, up to up and down, you put down up. Okay, so I look and draw here, so that we can show the rest of the people. Here, here, let's see. Okay, oh, let me, did you draw cross? Oh, okay, you try. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Here, here, let's see. Aha, that's it. You can just put point it so then let people see. So the up and down line is right on top of the toe and throw line. <laughs> it's not it's not a cross. Yes, it's not a cross. The up and down is right on top of the toe and throw line. So one is Ah, you people have started again. What are you drawing? <laughs> okay, okay. Up on top. It's the up and down line on top of the toe and toe line. Horizontal, then vertical. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Now, let's go back and see Luke chapter 10. You now understand it. 1 verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Put that one on toe and toe. <coughs> serpents and scorpions. Put that toe and toe. On the horizontal line. Serpents and scorpions. Amen. On the vertical line, which is up and down, put all the power of the enemy. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I believe the first Corinthians chapter 6, where it says, For us not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and power, but Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, let's see that. Amen. This is going to be awesome. Come stay with me. Amen. From verse 11 I read, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against all the wiles of the devil. You see, all, all, meaning all power of the enemy. That's all. All the wiles of the devil. So what is the all power of the enemy? Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, because those are the, the steps, ladder. Against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, and the last one, against spiritual wickedness, where? In high places. That's the up. 
So principalities, power, rulers of the darkness of this world are against spiritual wickedness in high places. Let's see more scripture. Let's see Colossians chapter 1. Praise the name of the Lord. I'll start from verse 12. Amen. I won't, I won't interpret verse 12 too much because we can get confused here. But I'll just say what it is. Verse 12 says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of what? Of the saints in light, not just the saints. What is light? Revelation. That's all. The eye of your understanding being enlightened. Amen. That's Ephesians chapter 1 prayer. That he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Praise the name of the Lord. Not so. In the knowledge of him, that the eye of your understanding being enlightened, light. So revelation is light. So here he's talking about inheritance of the saints in what? Bible is still complete, is it not? In other places, you will say the saints. Should I go with you? Before they got light, they called them saints. Let's see Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1 says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus. Not so. Being born again. Sense just means you are born again. Not so. Then later on, let's see it again. Verse 15. Verse 15. They were saints who were doing well. So Paul now wanted to pray for them, for them to have light. Not so. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints. Which saints? The ones that are in the church. All the saints. You are seeing their service. You are seeing their love. You are seeing their faith. Amen. But they did not have light. So when he saw of their faith in the Lord Jesus and love to all the saints, what verse 16? I cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. It means they did not have it before. He has seen them doing well as believers. And he now Paul, as an apostle, meaning an apostle over them, saw the next step in their life was to break into revelation. Break into light. So, May give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him for light's sake. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. It means before revelation came, you were, the eyes of your understanding was darkened. Though you were a saint. Right? Because he wrote it to saints. So what has now happened to them? They have now become saints in light. Glory to God. 
If you don't have the spirit of revelation, or should I say, if you have not been enlightened, I don't know, I want to say it in a nice way. Yes, if you have not been enlightened, amen, you are not in light. Meaning, you are still in what? In darkness, in your soul. Your spirit is okay. In your soul. Means you are still using darkness to live. And what is darkness? Anything you learned in this world. For my mother's womb, I was conceived in sin. You are still living, using darkness to live. Now, here, here, here. Back to Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from what? The power of darkness, not the kingdom of darkness. It's the, they are two different things. The day you got born again, you left the kingdom of darkness. But you were still using the power of darkness to live. You need the knowledge of darkness. What you've been used to all your life. You are still using sin to live. You are still, some people will still be stealing. Not so? Some people will still be doing all kinds of things. Based on their previous life. It means that though you have been delivered from the kingdom, you are no longer a member of the kingdom of darkness. But you are still under the knowledge. Knowledge is power. You are still using the wisdom of this world to live. So hence they can call you a carnal Christian, not so? They say someone who still has a carnal mind. It means you are still using earthly wisdom to live. It means you are still under the power of what? Of darkness. And remember, what does he, what does he also want to deliver you from? All the power of the enemy. You see, power, that's the power of darkness. Now, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has what? What's the word? Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. What's, what does translation mean? Amen. I remember when I went to China in 2018, I can't speak their language, I need a translator. And it's difficult. Because if the guy is not with me for one minute, what will happen? I can lose. <laughs> I can get out. So I need a translator. And to translate, because it's not a one-day thing. Say, if I want to learn Chinese, I can't learn it in one day. Translation is a process. Translation is a what? You are learning a new language. So they translate you, meaning over time, they have to translate you from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. No wonder Jesus will say to Nicodemus in John, John chapter 3, right? John chapter 3, verse 3 and 5, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Born again means you have left the kingdom of darkness. And now you can see the kingdom of his dear son. Amen? But you are still under the power, get my word carefully, under the power of darkness, meaning you are still using Darkness to live your life based on all that you have been used to, used in, used to living by since you were conceived in sin from your mother's womb. So it will take a process to translate you from what you have been used to all your life. Yesterday I was reading the Bible study, I was telling them that I was I was shocked how one day, you know, when I was you know taking a shower or something, I, I was shocked how one day that a song, Notorious B.I.G. and P.D.T. 
Revelation. It used to be a deliverance preacher. And every Thursday, they do deliverance service. So, if we want every Thursday evening, the service is always prolonged because there are so many demons to be casting out. So, by the time he gets home, he'll be tired, spent. Well, one day he was now wondering, how come that every, every Thursday there are always so many demons to cast out? Like they never, they get me. It's not like, <laughs> it's not like the day will come when you are, you are now, okay, I'll cast out all the demons. Now we can now go and do other things. He was wondering, I feel it's like they, they like you to be casting them out, to be straining your energy. Every time he comes to me, he's dead tired, he's wasted. Then now we realize that these guys, too, they actually, it's part of their wisdom to keep you busy. They recycle themselves. Come with some vessels, you cast life out of those vessels. Get, you get, because they know their time has not yet come. They will go and find another vessel and bring him to church next Thursday to keep Pastor Becker busy. They will not have time. So they will go through the whole service, they will not open my book. They just be casting out demons. Uh, that's two and fro ministry. So, Satan set up warfare. In different dimensions. Hear me. The first warfare Satan set against man is that nobody should gather in God's name. That's one. When he's going to approve the earth, it's to scatter meetings, scatter gatherings, scatter churches. That's why you pray for pastors. Just people meeting in the name of Jesus alone, he hates it. He will send demons. He says, ah. It was, they, well, they, they always send us demons. He will always be sending them. So what, what we are seeing today is the kingdom of Satan. His foot soldiers are demons, but he has spiritual wickednesses in high places. It's good to know your enemy and to know you will know your solution. So if a demon is struggling you, you don't need war, what do you do? In the casting out. In whose name? In the name of Jesus. You know sometimes too, on the flip side, you can be hearing war too much. Do you get me? That demon is struggling you, you don't be, still be saying, hey, we will go. But no, sometimes cast him out. If a demon is like, cast him out. In whose name? In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. But you can be a master of casting out demons. Yet, what is disturbing you? Spiritual wickedness in high places. You hate Christ. Meaning you hate his war. You know there are many ministers like this. Many. They will prosper in the name of Jesus. When it comes to war, Christ, doctrine, they despise it. And they will speak to you against it. Because they don't see anything in it. Do you know what is disturbing them? Spiritual wickedness in high places. Do you know it's a spiritual wickedness in high places that will tell an atheist there is no God? And they will think he's okay. He will say, there's no God, there's no this, no, I'm my own self, I myself. That I is a spiritual wickedness, an evil spirit. 
And why are they in high places? So that you will not know that they are the ones controlling you. It will take revelation to get the insight to reveal them. I will give you an example. Let me use myself as an example. Don't you say 2018? <laughs> Spiritual weakness. <laughs> I was frustrated that year, I think, up until the convention. You guys didn't know these things. I was just, then I, then I think at, at that point in time, you know, I mastered worrying with demons. That I, I, I was out there, no, I, I was not seeing them again. So I was like, where are they? I thought they were all my enemy. I was looking for demons to fight. But I was, it looks like as they see me from afar, they run away. I was wondering, I don't know that there was something worse than that. So that whole summer, <laughs> I remember, it was a match, I think, uh, when I went to, uh, we went to Calgary, weekend. By the time we came back, he says, I was smelling the zeal of the fridge, some things were spoiled in the fridge. In the fridge. Uh, when we left to Calgary, the fridge was okay. We came back, everything was spoiling inside. I was like, how could we? I can, I was, I was thinking, how can I leave the house? Everything is okay. I come back, everything is not working again. That's how that's how my year was that year. The worst of it, convention money in the morning. And I was opening that day. In the morning of the convention. I know the people were staying in the house in the basement. They called me. They were like, ah. James, your the business is flooded or the sewage has broken. In the morning though. I'm not me. I was me. I was what is this? <laughs> Yesterday when we went to bed, the thing was okay. <laughs> Amen. That's how the year was going. I don't know what was wrong with me. So, but you nobody would know because I came, everything was okay. I did this, I did this, everything was okay. But immediately after the money session, I just got a straight somewhere. Immediately after the money session, I ran home. We got to deal with the emergency. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Then the last day of convention, I remember Reverend was not preaching on the Lord that delivers us from all our enemies and them that hate us. Ah, uh, see, I didn't know it. That was it. I did not know that before. He was not teaching about hateful beds. You know, beds are high in the air, evil spirits. Talking about some of the encounters too. And the thing was saying, you know, when something is connecting, finally, light was breaking. That this is what has been disturbing me in 2018. And the moment you can cite them, you overcome them. It's the beginning of your overcome. Why were they trying to do all those things? To make me give up. Give in. Say, okay, let's shut down convention. Things, uh, this is not, God is not here. <laughs> That's all they were after. Amen. But the moment you, you cite them, that's the beginning of your deliverance. 
In the realm of up and down evil spirits, science is deliverance. Deliverance ministry for spiritual wickedness in high places is what? Is science. And how do you get science? As you have been taught. Did that teaching give me science? Like today, this teaching is giving you science. So that some of the things that have been troubling you, you will now know them. Say, I, 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 you know, that after that night, I was when I should pray, I said, I know you people, I know you. Now I know you. I know you. <laughs> and they don't like to be known. They don't like to be known. They like to control you. That's the, great, the greater power is when what is controlling you, you don't know that it's controlling you. You will think it's yourself. The more mysterious or invincible the power controlling you, the stronger the power. Why? Because you think that that is who you are. It is part of who you are. Not knowing it's a spirit that is controlling you. One day I asked myself, where do my thoughts come from? How come, sometimes, some days I'll go to bed excited and happy, I wake up depressed? When I was going to bed, I did not want to wake up depressed. Huh? <laughs> and so that you don't wake up angry. You know, we say we slept on the wrong side of the bed. No, evil spirits. Huh? <laughs> it's not wrong side. <laughs> it's the worst. They are talking to us. Why? Why? Why men slept? What was the spirit doing? So intense. Praise the name of the Lord. But Christ, what is it, Christ? Is the head of all principality and power. If you love yourself, then Christ. I say, if you love yourself, then Christ. Without Christ, you don't know how to walk. With thoughts and intents of the heart. Glory to God. Does anybody have a question before I continue? What did I say to you? I said you must understand me. Are you online? Are you drawing? Are you understanding? If you have a question online, you can send it as well. This thing, today's deliverance. This is through deliverance ministry. To know what is troubling you and to know how to beat it. So, what do I say? In whose name do we cast out demons? Jesus. So, let's not, don't think that it's only us that Satan hates you. He hates us more. 
But you also hate any local pastor with a local church who is saying in the name of Jesus, Satan hates that man. And the way Satan's kingdom is organized, sometimes they are the most like more brutal. You know, Jesus said he was like the children of this world in their generation are wiser than the children of Means they are they are so there's too, too much unity kingdom of darkness. Do you know when Satan said to God, when God asked Satan, where are you coming from? And Satan said, to and fro up and down. He wasn't physically to and fro. He has boys who are going to and fro. And as those boys they don't they don't they don't break ground. Amen. I said those boys they don't what? They are very organized. Amen. They don't work. So, when Satan was saying to God, to and fro up and down, this is boys that was going to and fro. Disturbing things. Praise the name of the Lord. Disturbing what? Disturbing things on the air. And they are still doing that. Demons. But Jesus, somebody said Jesus, can cast away any, it doesn't matter the type of demon, any and every demon that is disturbing your life. Just you speak to it in the name of Jesus. There was a brother, I, I, you know, I went for coffee with him, and he, he, he has had, he has for, for many years, he has had, Problems with demons, voices speaking to him. And uh, before COVID, he used to come for meetings. And because of that, you see, their voices were retuning, but the voice was still there. It's because of this, again, this understanding of this thing. I told you that Christ, learning, does not cast out demons, but it will help your atmosphere to keep them at bay. What casts them out is in the name of Jesus. That's why I told him. Don't just play worship music and play message. Speak to them and cast them out. Speak to that voice to get out. And I gave him this scripture, Luke chapter 10. That he has given you power. Hear me, Luke chapter 10 verse 18. What power has he given you? Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. It's given to every born again believer. It does not matter how much you have knowledge or not have knowledge. It does not matter if you're a pastor or not a pastor. It does not matter how you've done believers class, whatever you have done or not. You are born again. You have the name of Jesus. You have power over every demon. And don't tell me, oh, Pastor James, I use the name, but it looks like they did not go. Use it again. And this time, have more faith when you are using it. Oh, but I've been trying. The thing, the voice is still there. Keep trying. There's no other name. I don't have any other name to prescribe to you. <laughs> so, I don't have another kind of solution. Keep trying until it works. Jesus is the only vaccine for demons. 
the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. But there is spiritual wickedness, hear me, higher than who? Higher than demons. That's what they call a spiritual wickedness in high places. That one, you don't cast them out. That one, you turn them by understanding. Oh, who is here with me today? The why they call them wickedness? It means they are deceivers. It means they are liars. And it means a lie, it means you are keeping it. It means you made an agreement with it. It means you are housing it. So they have a legitimate ground to control you. Because they say, can two work together except they agree? They say, will they force you? They lie to you. I say, I only deceived the boy. The boy agreed and took the deception and was using it to leave. The boy agreed and decided to live in carnality, live in sin. It's not me, oh. Is it God's blessing? They are the ones, you see your, you see your voice? They are the ones who agreed with the agreement. I just presented it to them. Not so? Even Adam, what did they do? They agreed with what Samuel presented. If, if they said no to the subject, would they fall? Would they come on that course? So this is different from demons. This one is spiritual weak, and that's why they write right to be hidden because they deceive you. They don't want you to know that you have been deceived. They don't want you to know that you have been lied to. Can I continue? I think all we are saying, can somebody help me? Help me because before I go further, please, uh, Chilima, come. Come and help me. Take the mic up there. And come and help me summarize us. I know some people are just joining us. What we have said so far in a, in a way that is blessing to people. Okay. I, I want to carry everybody along, not so. If I have a chilima, the ABA will come and help us.
power or the least like shall this be the smallest demons like the as Pastor James said the the Satan small boys. So that's why Satan and then serpents and scorpions are basically people that have authority over that realm of power. And um, he also said that Satan doesn't really deal with Satan uses his demons, like small demons to deal with that realm because he really cannot be I feel like he really doesn't have time to be dealing with that realm, but then he sent his small people to deal with it. And um he said to overcome that realm is to basically just cast demons out or cast them out in the name of Jesus with power and with faith. So and said that if it doesn't happen one time, then you can try it again and then with more faith it will happen. But that is acceptable to every every believer, every right every saint, like everyone that has given their life to Christ, like every saint, so it's accessible to all regardless and you don't have to have like you don't have to be like a pastor or like anything, like it's just accessible to you as long as you confess and you believe Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's accessible to you. And then um, he also touched on up and down, which was also from Job one, the same verse. And that is basically all the like all the powers above all the principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness, these things that um, that we have to wrestle with, we have to fight with. We can't cast them out. The name of Jesus doesn't deal with that role. It's Christ that deals with that realm. And um, we read the scripture saying that Christ is the head of these principalities and powers. That that is why he's able to um, that is with him are able to overcome. And it's not just by saying that like we have to actually mercy has to help you to learn Christ to overcome because they are hidden and it's only light and understanding that can bring that can bring you to overcoming them. Um, yeah. So like Satan likes it if that's what they use and Satan like we're talking about Satan and Satan likes to also differentiate this. And Satan likes are people that have their understanding enlightened, which is why when you understand the light, you are able to deal with these principalities and powers because it's only light and mercy that can bring these things out for you to overcome them. And it's not just a one-time thing, it's a translation, like you said, so it's a process, but with Christ, the more Christ you gain, the more um, your eyes are open and the more you are able to see this and understanding, you are able to overcome them and not give in to or agree with your being. Talked about like Chima said in Joe, where we talked about um, the devil 
appearing before God and saying that he has been going to and fro and up and down. He talked about how the to and fro are the demons, so serpents and scorpions, and we talked about how the up and down is the power, all the power of the enemy. Um, we talked about how, like, what deals with demons that are on earth, or the two and four demons is the name of Jesus, and what deals with the up and down part is the understanding or the teaching of Christ. Yes. So, we talked about how, like, we as Christians, sometimes we may have demons that are disturbing us, but we don't know. So, like, we talked about how, like, you know, what causes that deliverance to society. So, mm-hmm. when you see that or when you realize or when you come to your understanding through mercy that you this is your problem <laughs> that's mm. where your deliverance yes. comes from okay. because then you have identified the problem so yes. it helps you to identify the solution which is the name of christ yes um he also talked about how like um our mind like sometimes we you know at the beginning you're talking about how like um Transition is a process, so like in the sense where it's like being transformed, you use the example of you know having a translator, right? And if you wanted to learn a different language, it takes a process. It's the same way, we don't know that we are submitting to some powers that are controlling us, um, but when you start to learn Christ, it helps you to be transformed from agreeing with demons over your life to actually letting go of those demons and like having Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> he says that if you love yourself, you will learn Christ because he's the head of all principalities and powers. So the toe and fro and the up and down, Christ is the head of everything. So if you learn Christ, there should like nothing, even like you know, the demons, the principalities in high places, all the things that seem like they're so big, you already have someone that is bigger than all uh-huh. right? Verse 7 is how to walk. 
Name no Russian. Not so. You are born again. Paul says, after you are born again, walk ye in him. Now, let me explain to you what it means to walk in him. And what it means to walk in him is rooted and built up. Somebody say rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as he have been taught. You see that? And what are they teaching? Verse 8, Christ. As we say, above in them with thanksgiving, beware, verse 8, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So walking in him is learning him. Walking in him is being taught by him. And when you are finished being taught by him, verse 9 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, verse 10 says, And ye are complete in him. When you are finished being taught, when you have been rooted, when you have been built up, and you are now established, it means by the time you are established, you are complete in Him. Are you seeing the Bible? This is what the Bible will say, not handling the word of God deceitfully. Comparing spiritual things to spiritual things, see the whole picture. You know, many people will go, Are ye are complete in Him? Who is that love is no, 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 no. You have not, have you lent him? If you have not lent him, you are not yet complete to. In your soul, sorry, I don't know, let me not, I don't know if that was too harsh a second, but let me calm down. <laughs> huh? In your spirit, you are complete. Your soul is the problem where you make wrong decisions. Do you still make wrong decisions? Do you see, are you still moved by wrong things? Uh, do you still have uncontrollable malice, anger, unforgiveness? You are not yet complete. Praise the name of the Lord. To become are you, are you complete. Are you saying, wait, hold on a second. In verse 7, are you seeing a tree? A complete tree, rooted and built up. I don't know, I think I hit something. Did I hit something? Forgive me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope I hit some of this theology. I'm sorry. Eh? Amen. Okay, let, let, me, let me calm it down. Let me, for the sake of everybody. Praise God. For the sake of everybody. Amen. For the sake of everybody, let's see Romans chapter 1. Let me go, let me come down. Let's see Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1 from verse 16. From verse 16. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto what? Salvation. Not so, to, to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, verse 17 is key. What is inside the gospel? For daring, for inside it, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So it's not just I born again, that's the end. There are many things. It's revelation. Remember Ephesians chapter 1. He will give you the spirit of what? We 
wisdom and revelation in what? In the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Are you hearing me, somebody? Are you not seeing it? So the gospel begins when you get born again, but it journeys from faith to faith. So when they say faith to faith, it means that there is a beginning faith, or your master goes, <laughs> or your master gets sent to the school. Amen. When you are running track, you start from the beginning. That's the first faith. Faith to faith. Faith is an end of your faith. Not so? And what will take you from the beginning faith, who is hearing me, to the end of the faith is what? Righteousness revealed, which is the doctrine of Christ, which is the teaching of Christ. It will journey you from the beginning of your faith. When you got born again, you will walk in the doctrine and it will take you to the end where you are established. Amen. So if you see 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 9 now says it this way. Receiving the end of your faith. You can see it. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 9 says it this way. Receiving the what? End of your faith. What is it? Even the salvation of your souls. This is what Christ, Paul, labored for. When Paul was saying, My little children, whom I travel again, not so, that Christ be formed in you. That's the formation of Christ. That's the establishment of Christ. By the reason of all the teachings of Christ, Christ is formed in you. Now you are approaching the end of your faith. I think that helps. So now you can now see that when a man journeys in Christ to the end, you are now complete. It means spirit, soul, and body. It's the journey of learning. Now, have I helped somebody? It makes sense now. And so what I, what I said was not, I thought I started any forms. You are okay. <laughs> so to be complete in him means you have journeyed from faith to faith. From the day you got born again, you have been learning as ye have been taught. Rooted is another dimension of a higher level of faith. Is rooted. Then a higher level of faith is being built up. And the final level of faith is that you are established all by teaching as ye have been taught. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you will hear and hear and hear and hear till you are complete. Amen. Now we can go back to Colossians chapter 2. I'm not finished though. Amen. Because we only, we've talked about two and two, up and down, principality power, <laughs> there's spiritual weakness in high places, but there's one boy left. It's not spiritual weakness in high places. There's one boy left. There's one bastard left. <laughs> That is the one running the darkness. He's very safe at the devil. It means, but no, say, Satan is disturbing. Satan is not disturbing. It's demon that's disturbing you. For Satan to disturb to disturb you means that you are at reaching the end of your faith. That's when you start disturbing. You start worrying Satan. He will send his voice first. (laughs) 
God will grant you speed and understanding. Amen. God will open up the eyes of your heart. You will catch something today. If anything, you will catch that you have power over every demon. And it's potential for you to overcome every power that is coming your life. It's right there in teaching. If that's all you can get, it's okay. It's there. The power is there. The power already resides in you to deal with every demon. And the potential for you to deal with every wisdom of Satan is in the scriptures, is in the learning of the doctrine of Christ. If that's all you can get today, you have gotten something. Amen. So everybody is going to live here blessed. Amen. Now let's see someone. Glory to God. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So they are still counseling. So walking, when you are walking, it means you are standing. And there are people standing and giving you counsel. So don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. That's one. Then after that, no, no, no standing. So you are walking, and then if you stop walking, you are stood. It means you are about to reach your end. No standing in the way of sinners. Then the last one. No, sit in the seat. So that is the truth. You know when you reach your head, you are meant to sit. You are standing. Then to sit in the seat of the scornful is actually you have rested on iniquity. A scornful man is a man who has rested on iniquity. That's what the Bible will say. They are lovers and makers of lies. They love it that they rested on it. They sat on it. A strong woman will see you going to church. It will be bad Why are you wasting your time? I have tried it before. I used to go to church. I used to go to church. And you don't do the seat. And, you, and when, you, when a strong woman, when you encounter a strong woman, you will feel it. Do you know why? You, why do you feel it? The man looks at rest. He looks at peace with his decision. He feels like he's okay. So you will not be wondering, ah, ah, why am I still disturbing myself? I see my life more working. I met this couple man one day, and I met my family. And I was almost scummed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the house, in his house alone is a scum. You can look at firehouse. Not that you don't come, don't come. Oh, hi, who are you? And they are here, like James, we're doing it, we're using the name of Jesus. Oh, you won't go up, welcome me to that. Come in, come in. Come in. Oh, what? Hey, hey, man, you want to come back to me? Last time I saw my little Jesus, I said, you will not smile. You know, my wife, I don't smile. I said, we don't do that here. I don't have 
uncle man. The reason why you are so moved by some women is because they look at kids. They are sitting. They rested in iniquity. So the thing affects you. You will go home, you will want you. <laughs> so they said, don't to move walk in the council of the God. They don't start the walk. Because if you reach this man, you may be taken. So this, so this man, you can you can take like this. You can cut. You can set. And you don't know God. Ah. How this God commandment? So this God is too serious, please. It's compromise. May God deliver you from compromise. Jesus. Amen. That's what happened to some of the men who were ruling them in Jerusalem. You see what Jesus was encountering? Those Pharisees. When Jesus came with his own revelation, hey, They were at peace. Can we go for that? Isaiah 28. Verse 14. Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, these compliment that rule these people which is in Jerusalem. Because ye have said, ye have, we have made a covenant. Is them that made a covenant. I Satan's red. You agree with it. So he hides in your life. What you have made covenant with. We have made a covenant with death, and with hell are we at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made what? Lies our refuge. Oh my God. And under falsehood have we hid ourselves. Let me tell you one lie. Let me tell you one lie. One big lie. That this world is good. That's it. There's many, there's many things that are statement. You say, ah, no, I didn't say, I didn't. But you love this world, don't you? And that's what you are saying. <laughs> Am I complicating? The fact that you love this world and you feel that, no, I can't drop it. I can't drop it. God is not, what you are, is a lie inside that God is not enough. I don't know if I'm complicating. That God is not enough. I need to pursue some things for myself. It's a lie. Somebody say it's a lie. Yeah. But you don't believe it as you are saying it. <laughs> you don't believe it as you are saying it. That God is more than sufficient. I don't need this world. God can provide for me. God can supply all my needs according to riches and glory without me being carnal. Without me being going out of flesh, we lost. So in, in our minds, even really, truly in our minds, we feel it's impossible. That's why. We feel it's impossible. That the way this world is structured, God, I'll just be trusting God, learning God, God, waiting for God to give me instruction, get, getting guidance in God before I act on my own. Ah, we feel it's impossible. It's a lie. Now, do you know that? You can believe a lie so much that it becomes true in your sight. It becomes a truth in your heart. Lies can brainwash you and you turn to truth. Why did they kill 6 million Jews in Germany? 
Was it not a lie? All those soldiers who were doing the killing, do you think they were not okay before? They've been fed lies, they believed the lie, they wore it as a garment, and they were killing millions of people, casting them, and they thought they were fighting for righteousness. You need to go and, you need to go and read Alopetla's book, then come. He thought he was doing a favor. <laughs> he thought he was right. He even thought the was backing him. One of his theories was that the Jews killed Jesus. Don't read this book. The guy is mad. But some madness that has strong, strong. Oh, yes! They actually they killed Jesus. Actually, they are taking over our land. All these immigrants, they are taking over everything. It's true. So the those those Caucasian Germans, they start believing. Ah, this guy is fighting for us. Okay, we'll stand behind you. Initially, they will no, 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 we don't have to kill them, we'll just deport them. No, later, you know, life is progressing. You'll be believing it in progression. After a while, you start killing them and you think you're okay. It's called the refuge of lies. We have them many. Nobody here is free of it. We have them what? What will make a man, after some time of hearing this Christ, uh, Pastor James, Pastor James, thank you very much, you. I like your message. Eh, but I will not see you again. <laughs> It's because something is stronger on the inside. A lifestyle that you are used to is stronger than what is being presented to you. If I stay here, I will, I will lose many things. No, you will not lose anything. You will gain. I say you will gain. I say you will gain. Excuse me, our Lord Jesus wanted to do an experiment. He went to do an experiment. The experiment was to weigh a soul versus the world and to test which one is weightier. And after the experiment, they came to a conclusion. What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world one weight and yet lose his soul? He weighs and in what he found out that one soul has capacity more than the whole world put together. Oh, I don't know if I'm complete. I said, you don't know the capacity that is inside your soul. Who most scientists say we only use 10% of our brain? Who knows if they are saying the truth or not? But brain is not all your soul. Your soul is your heart and your mind. You don't know what capacity you have. Imagine, let me just give you a glimpse of the capacity. Who is Christ? In the beginning was the world. And the world was with God. And the world was God. And Paul said, I'm traveling. That the world that is God, the world that was with God, the world was God, and was with flesh, called Christ, can be formed in you. What kind of capacity do you have? Tell me, what kind of capacity? It means you have capacity to take things that right now you don't believe you can take it. And that's what Jesus was saying. Jesus was weighing the potential of one soul. Is the just the potential enough? Is weightier than the whole world put together. This whole world cannot cannot tabernacle house not, but the soul can. I said what? I said this whole world 
cannot house God. But what can? A soul can. A soul that has been trained can. I don't know if I'm communicating to somebody today. Open your Bibles, Isaiah chapter 66.
from verse 11 to 12. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. I don't know if I have to say this nicely, but to be blunt, any thought that God did not put there was put by who? I said, what did I say earlier? Have you ever manufactured one thought for yourself? I was telling people earlier that sometimes you go to bed excited, you wake up angry. You wake up depressed. Why? You have, the Bible says, when men slept, the devil came and sold head. Satan is going about every single second looking for what to devour, sowing wrong thoughts, evil thoughts in men. And he sends millions evil spirits to do it. In fact, there can be one spirit. You know in Ephesus, that Ephesus that Paul was writing to, you know there was one spirit there. What was her name? Diana. <laughs> she was the spiritual wickedness of Ephesus. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Even the fact that they, Paul was able to get to the point to reveal her, that was breakthrough. That this is being the trouble for so long. That was a what? That was a breakthrough for Ephesus. The Ephesian church. Amen. Now, hear me. Spiritual wickedness are the ones that churns out thoughts for your life that are not from God. They are called falsehoods. Or hear me now. Satan. Is the one himself who comes and puts intent, wrong intent, inside your heart for you to live by. That one is false. Do you know why? Imagine if a man has a wrong expectation. He's wrong. Everything you ever be seeking, you will forget when you get born again, what you will still be seeking from God is based on what? The wrong expectation. Satan is a bastard. Get the wrong intent. Why? Because it's the wrong. The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut. Why do they not understand the expectation of everybody? They have to say the expectation of the righteous. If it's the righteous expectation, it shall not be cut short. They have to put it there because many a time we have wrong expectation. And we present it to God in prayers. Yes. For the breakthrough for a wrong. Why did Satan go that deep in us, in man? So that, do you know what he was trying to say to God? That God, only if you want to save man, you will just help him build my own kingdom. Because what they want to do is good. Amen. Time will not permit you to go into details. But let's leave that one there. That's the last one, the last enemy. 
of all, not some, how many of them? So reading the scripture we can include Satan, because Satan is also a physicality and a power somewhere. He's the head of all. So it means that you can lend your way to beating all. Principality of then you can let Christ, you bring you bring the principality. You will let what you pick powers. Hey, you become a champion in the spirit. You can let Christ more, you beat wickedness in the high places. From every spell in the high places. And then finally, you can keep on learning, being established, and you will beat Satan. Oh, glory to God. And Jesus confirmed this in Revelation chapter 1. Let's see Revelation chapter 1. It's when you are close to the day you start knocking spiritual witness in high places, the day you now see Satan show up. <laughs> and the way it shows up is painful. Amen. Should I just close here? Let's see if I Revelation chapter 1 and maybe we'll close. From verse 17 to 18. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the what? The keys of hell and death. Hey, glory to God. This is the Son of God speaking. Remember, who, who did you make covenant with in the last Covenant with hell and death. Jesus says, I have the keys. It means I have the answer. Follow me to the end, and I will give you all the keys for the Lend me to the end. In fact, the learning of Jesus is the unlocking of keys. I think we can stop here. Let's begin to appreciate all this afternoon. Our Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We exalt your holy name. Thank you for blessing us today. Thank you for covering us and enveloping us. Thank you, O oh God, because evil things are dropping in us today. You are setting us free. The Bible says that we shall know the truth and the truth shall set me free. We are being set free right now. Thank you, our Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the adoration. Father, I commit all of us in our weeks going ahead that you will bless us. You will keep us. You will deliver us from every power. You will bring help to us. You will visit us. You will envelop us. You will put us in your mercy and in your strength. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. I will see you next week.
between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between.